Hey, night fans, Martin Daniels. Welcome to our Around the Kingdom podcast. And this week, we get a chance to catch up with uh, the UCF softball coach, Cindy Ball Malone, who joins us. Uh, coach, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Uh, how are you? Well, we got to start, though. I mean, we have an addition to the family. So how is baby? How is family? How's everything been going? Yeah, it's, it's been going well. You'll probably hear the baby here in a little bit because uh, it's, it's lunchtime for him. But um, it's been going well. The family, we've never been able to be together this much. So I think that we're using that as, you know, a positive spin on what's going on right now. Softball has been your life for many years, but I do want to play off of that because if we don't have um, this pandemic situation, it would have been a very interesting run. We'll talk about your team and the great year that it had, but baby was coming and and, and uh, you know then the game stops and, and it allows you for a more normal process, but it would have been a much different uh, whole process uh, with the season going on. Oh yeah, we'd be, be uh, preparing. I mean, hopefully if we were staying on the same track, we'd be hosting regionals this weekend. So, um, going through everything right now, I don't know how we would have made that happen, but you just figure it out and make it work. And, you know, like you said, it's, we, we had such a great season going, but I think for us, this was kind of a blessing in disguise. I am a little curious. Let me stay with motherhood for a second. How, <laughs> how did you before and how will you now, how do you balance that of mom? wife, coach, and a somewhat second mom to your players in many ways. How have you learned to balance that? I would imagine many people influence you along the way, but how have you learned to balance that? Well, you have to have a great partner. My husband does a great job in you know, taking on most of the activities with the kids and um, just really supporting me and what, what I love to do with you know, coaching and then our assistant coaches have done a great job. They've taken over since um, I had the baby a little over three weeks ago. Um, and, you know, more importantly, I think the team, they're just so excited to, um, for us to have another, you know, having another baby. And they really were buying into figuring things out and focusing on being able to play without me for a couple of weeks. And so, um, I think having all of those included and having the support of my family, my parents come out and travel the the country with us to, you know, so that I can do what I, I do. So um, I don't know if it's a balance. I think there's a little bit of harmony, I guess you could say, in all of it. <laughs> There was nothing normal about how the season ended up shutting down, and it was an incredible start for something that looked like it was going to be a special run. Can you share, though, when it became the reality that that here's your team nationally ranked, playing so well, uh, and and all of a sudden you know it could be coming any day, and then all of a sudden the season is shut down, we hope that we're going to get a chance to maybe get back, and then you realize that's not going to happen. What was that like? Yeah. Well, um, the Monday of kind of everything happening, um, sorry, the Monday of everything happening here, um, that week, I think it was like the 9th or the 8th, we were playing in Northridge, and um, the NCAA out of us being like seven. And we played our game, and we, we got all these phone calls on our messages going to the game of, um, you know, being ranked seventh. And then we went on and finished playing at Fullerton, and then we're getting ready to go to Ole Miss, traveling to Ole Miss, and 
my supervisor, Brandy Stewart, says, hey, we're going to send you back to Orlando. Um, the games have been canceled. And so, you know, to tell the girls, we were kind of in denial. We're like, hey, this is just for this weekend. Things are going to get, they're going to figure things out. They're going to try to figure out, you know, the fan base and what that looks like. And we'll get it going. So we, I think we landed and got back on campus at like 1 a.m. And um, just telling the team, like, this isn't over. I, I don't. I don't believe that this is going to be the end because for me, I was very, very much denial with that's it. We're going to be done with this group, especially this senior class who has been so awesome. And um, then getting more news on Saturday and then Sunday it was, you know, the, the team had a little get together to recognize the seniors. Um, and then for us to tell them Monday, nope, Spring sports have been canceled. You know, it. That was. I think that that hit us the hardest. I mean, here I was, a grown woman, kind of tearing up and crying at my table because I'm going to have to tell this team, um, we're done. You guys did everything you were supposed to do. We start in history. You're going. Our goal is to be in the top 16, and you know they did all those things and they didn't get to live out every moment of it. So. Um, it was very sad, but at the same time, um, some of our team members got together and they said, we're going to continue playing on team. So we're team 19 this year. Um, and they said team 20 is going to, is going to continue to win this year. Team 19 and we're playing for more than just ourselves. Now we're playing for everybody. Um, so, I mean, just having that group and, and what they did, I just, it kind of brought it all back together, but it was a very emotional time for everyone. UCF softball coach Cindy Bobalone is with us. The team was 21-5-1, uh, had the best start in program history, beginning of the year at 16-2. Let me just play off of that for a second. What were you most proud of as far as the performance on the field? I mean, you've built something in a short time at UCF. You have an idea of the type of team you want to build and the style of play. As you saw it get through 27 games, what did you like about the on-field performance that you know and hope carries over next year? We just kept getting stronger and better and, you know, getting more comfortable and figuring it out. And and I think um, that very last game, we played against an opponent that beat us a couple days before. And um, we had zero fans in the, in the stands. And I, I think we played our most solid game. It was just about us. And so they keep talking about that. And I think they're going to continue to take that um, everything they learned and, you know, being in the top 10 ranked right now, um, they're, they're ready to continue to keep preparing for that and prove that that's where we should be. What are your thoughts? Again, I kind of play for that. Uh, the NCAA, really, I, I wouldn't say I had no choice. It was the obvious decision to do about spring sports and the opportunity for the eligibility of those to come back. Uh, I think you feel those players deserved it. I know it creates some roster challenges with incoming players, but uh, your thoughts when that decision was made to say, hey, it's fair, uh, we got to bring these uh, students back or give schools a chance to bring them back? Yeah, no, I... I mean, I think they did the right thing and canceling everything the way they did because this is way bigger than softball or any sport. Um, but then giving them the year back, I, I, I do believe it's the right thing. And, um, you know, it's, it, it does make for some uncomfortable scenarios for roster sizes and, and things like that. And everyone's a little bit different across the board. But I think it just gives them opportunity. 
and whatever they can figure out from there. And, um, you know, some of our girls are going to be able to come back and some of them already have plans to move forward. Um, so I, I think if I had to say it for, you know, for a lot of those student athletes that are at the, in their last game or in their last season, um, I think they, they deserve the right to finish out their season. And especially for a senior group like ourselves, um, you know, they hadn't made it to postseason in, in their three years, and now in their fourth year they're doing all this stuff, and then it's canceled. I think they should have the opportunity to be able to do it again. So I'm glad that that's where they're going with it. Um, you, uh, because of your contacts, uh, uh, were able to put together a schedule that really challenged your team, some of the better programs in the country, opportunities to travel. I think we'll all look back both in, in a year, five, ten years, and, and think about the impact of what we're going through in, in, in 2020. How might your sport change um, from a standpoint of scheduling, regionalization, or perhaps uh, uh, not traveling uh, across time zones? I know it's early to think about that, but um, what thoughts do you have about what may come out of what we're seeing in 2020 for your sport? Yeah, I think, well, I think the first phase that we're going to look at is just we're going to obviously have to make some cuts somewhere. And so for our group, I mean, as, as a whole, we're committed to trying to ha- continue to have that same level of schedule that we had. Um, so if we have to make cuts in other areas for the, the next couple of years, to still keep that travel, we're going to try, but um, I think it's going to come down to what the the whole, you know, softball, the NFCA, the NCA, what they're going to tell us. And um, there are some schools that have already said they're not going to take a, a few trips, and um, they're going to try to keep everything within driving distance. And, but I know right now for us, we're still kind of in phase one of trying to do the what we can, and we'll kind of just keep. Keep trying, keep reacting to uh, to what our our AD and our supervisors say because I think they have they have the best plan set ahead for us. So um, we want to stay as competitive as possible, uh, but at the same time, you know, still understanding that this is way bigger than our sport. Like I said before. Let me let you go with a few uh, uh, easier questions and some that probably, depending on the hour of the day that you get asked, it's a different answer. Um, Diaper changing. uh, Have you mastered it? And is your husband good at it as well? Well, (laughs) I'm lucky that my husband's great at it. (laughs) So, um, yes. It uh, it's funny because you think like all the things you can do in softball that that should be easy. I don't know if I've mastered it, but I've gotten pretty darn good at it because we've been chewing diapers right now. So, Is Kaysen allowing you to have somewhat of a normal sleep schedule? What's the current sleep schedule like? Oh, wow. Um, one of us passes out on the couch while the other one's feeding the baby between 11 and 1 a.m. And then the baby's been sleeping for about five or six hours at a time. And as soon as we get that baby down... The two-year-old or the four-year-old pitter-patters in. So, um, well, it's a win if we get about five hours straight of sleep. Because of the young kids, if I said, oh, what, like a common question goes, people say, well, what shows have you been watching? The only stuff you watch are kids' shows, right? You don't get a chance to watch anything else, right? Oh, no. We've, um, <laughs> it's the, the Disney movie Onward, we've been watching that quite a bit. And we, we like to uh, watch it over and over again. But I have all boys, so I get to watch cars and planes and things that I'm not really interested in. 
Let me uh, leave with this final question. Um, uh, tonight, fans, and, and even to your players, and as we hope and expect somewhat normalcy as we move forward, what will you take of the, the, the 2020 team, this first version? As you said, there's another version to come, but what do you take away from this, and what do you want UCF fans to take away of the, uh, of the great year you guys had? Um, you know, that what you put your mind to, it's, you can definitely achieve it, and I think that the accountability that our group had, not only from coaches to players, but um, just the entire program, players to coaches, players to players, um, accountability and, you know, the just getting the belief back into the system. Um, I, I believe we did that in the classroom and the community last year, and we continued that, and it, it, it transferred onto the field. And so... Um, Knights fans are going to be able to get to watch some great softball for many years because we've got a good group of freshmen that got to be with that group this year that have four years still. So um, that tradition is going to stay for a long time. UCF softball coach Cindy Bobalone, team had an incredible season, and uh, she said the foundation in place for success for years to come. Coach, thank you. Congratulations on the new arrival. You and the family stay safe. We appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, we thank Coach Malone for joining us uh, on our uh, podcast this week. Keep up with the latest UCF news at our many social media platforms and join us next time for the Around the Kingdom podcast. A big thanks to Dan Forcella's assistants and Scott Harris, our producer as well. Mark Daniel saying go Knights. Hard job.